0: See I did it. Hiatus. It's got three parts to it. So this is part two, I guess. I didn't make this podcast to get famous. I made it as a An open suicide letter, actually. I didn't think I'd ever see my son again. So, I figured he'd grow up and be one of those kids that was just, like, lost and wondering, why would my mother kill herself? And I wanted him to understand. So, I mean, his father did put me through hell. Not that if I get to live through this, I won't be glad for it. Because there are certain things I. Never would have written certain things I wish I hadn't, but still did. And at least it exists with purpose, even if the purpose is yet unclear in this incarnation of this limitless energy, which I am. So, where were we? Here again. Well, like I said, I never really did it to get famous. I never really wanted to be famous until I realized that was the only way I could ever talk to Skrillex. (laughs) I never really wanted to talk to Skrillex until... What do you call that? a collision yeah and I can't say it wasn't warranted but also very unexpected and I wasn't ready to talk to like a regular person at that point let alone a celebrity so what is it about them it's a very high vibrating energy and to someone like me it can be painful for several reasons My best friend in middle school before the best friend that I actually stayed best friends with for like 15 years almost 20 I don't know we're probably still friends in some dimension of reality she also lives in my entirety my being she's my sister just you know She's a drunk, can't be trusted. Exactly. And I mean, like, you know, people grow apart. Anyway. <laughs> Jesse. Yes. an actual living, breathing incarnation of this goddess. I can't remember what her name is actually. But every time we meet, I tend to learn something. And it's typically before I have any conceivable understanding of what it is, I'll be learning. We grew apart, and back together shortly, very shortly, actually, but by then we were already set on our different paths. I just couldn't understand why she thought herself to be so ugly. It made me angry, actually. Well, anger, anger is not really something that I've... Of much been able to, to have actually. That's it's part of my energy. I'm, I'm quite patient, but you know, eventually I will get angry at something. It just takes a lot, a lot of building. <laughs> a lot. So I became irritated. She was one of those. Web MD fiends in its dawning just obsessively diagnosing herself with anything and everything she could find evidence of. I figured it was hypochondria because I couldn't see anything wrong with her, actually. In fact, I think I've told the story even on this podcast before. She had gotten super skinny, which was weird because we were both chubby in middle school. But now I'm learning about how chubby girls usually just grow up to be really voluptuous it depends on the genes but that's typically how it goes you can either become obese or you get really curvy eventually it's really gorgeous and now she is looking at her as like looking at a porcelain doll or something that's how I know She is a true goddess. (sighs) However, still terribly depressing because she, like myself, also fails to see her own beauty, which other people will say we, or rather she, possesses. I have been told of my own beauty, but that's how he got me. He was the very first man and second human being ever in my entirety at the time. I was only 18, maybe 19, 18. Nineteen? Eighteen, because I remember my nineteenth birthday. Ah. Yeah. (laughs) It is a wonder I remember my nineteenth birthday. Well, I don't black out. So, I mean, that's, you know, why I'm no longer best friends with my other best friend. See, because She would just do really horrible, awful, terrible things and then use being drunk as like an excuse for being like just like a demon or something or something or the seed of Satan. I don't know, but her excuse and the reason for my um, acceptance for a long time anyway. I don't remember anything. Anyway, body dysmorphic disorder (BDD). I was sixteen, and Jesse was maybe fifteen or fourteen. I don't know. We're like a year apart, grade-wise, but two years in like actual timekeeping, whatever the fuck. I hate this construct. Which is why today has been an awesome day, I haven't known once what the fuck time it is and I haven't had my phone on all day and it hasn't mattered to me because I've just been allowing myself to be, which is very healthy, just to be. Jessie. I think it was maybe over a Facebook chat or something. It was definitely on the internet. We weren't talking in person because she, at that time, wasn't even leaving the house, I think. She wasn't going outside. She wasn't coming to school. She wasn't doing anything, nothing. She would not leave her house. And I mean, it was kind of like warranted because she had a really bad bully, this girl. Ashlyn Leet would just do and say awful, horrible things eventually she just stopped coming to school but we would still chat on the internet or whatever I don't mind name calling, I've done a lot of name calling or calling out if you want to call it A lot of hating, if you want to, you know, (laughs) say it in slang or ebonics, whatever. I don't hate Kayla Lauren. In fact, upon her discovery, it propelled me into a completely new dimension of fitness. And it had less to do with Sunny, finally, than it did with just me and the way that I was feeling. All because they took a picture together. But my BDD, I don't want to go claiming things because sometimes I can understand the beauty that other people see in me, not that I can see it for myself. And even Jesse told me last time we were hanging out, actually quite recently, we're both now in our 20s, by the way. She's like, oh, I like my body. I just hate my face. <laughs> and it did make me laugh infinitely because even when I was, like, 300 pounds plus, like 350, people would tell me, like, oh, you're really pretty for a fat girl or for a black girl. It it alternates. It's Like, like I can't ever just be pretty to, to people. Like, I'm either pretty for a fat girl or pretty for a black girl. Like, it just... <laughs> It's never just pretty which is I guess how my ex lured me as one of the first things he ever said to me was you're very beautiful and I had never heard that coming from the opposite sex actually one of the many reasons it is painful for me to be around Beautiful people, entirely, especially celebrities. But it happens frequently. Well, I was pretty much raised by L.A., my city. Yep, I'm an L.A. baby, but not really. Because even people growing up in poverty in L.A. kind of have a leg up on somebody just moving to the city. Because at least that way they know the conditions and terms involved in surviving. Now where are we? I think we're somewhere around Sunny and the separation of... Yeah, somewhere. (sighs) The more weight I lost, the more of a tragedy I became to myself, because even though I was hovering somewhere around 300 and 330 pounds when I met my ex, I had learned to love myself just previous to meeting him actually, that's (sighs) the irony of it. I was like, fuck it, I don't need a man, I am happy by myself, I am single. (laughs) And then I spent a decade just loving because that's the one thing I won't deny about it love which is infinite some infinite energy sometimes in monogamy it just ceases for many reasons which I won't go into detail about right now I have been fasting not because I'm trying to get skinnier which I am still trying to get skinnier but this has been more of a spiritual cleansing and my fasts can no longer be weeks long or months (laughs) I am running out of fat deposits on my body luckily I am very much a visitor in this country where it is very hard to be a vegetarian actually or vegan cuz i love cheese but i haven't been eating much of it no my goal weight became 115 after i kept seeing the number repeatedly actually that's What helped me to begin believing that something like simulation theory could be an actual thing. And in my belief, which is just that everything is everything. I believe in everything. So if enough people believe in something, it actually materializes. And I... As many artists, am a multi-dimensional being. So, whatever dimension of reality I perceive is the one. One, huh. well, it crafts my reality at least, and I can continue building. reality as I see fit as long as I'm thinking positively. So, we'll see BDD, or Body Dysmorphic Disorder, as defined by Google or something, I can't remember, is somebody perceiving flaws about themselves that don't actually exist. So I don't really claim to have BDD because my flaws, at least in this dimension of reality, <sighs> exist. We are living in an age where we are bombarded with perfect bodies on TV screens. We are (sighs) made to compete with our genetics. And (laughs) as my friend very, very uh, honestly stated, I could not compete with Kayla Lauren. (laughs) And I knew that. And I wouldn't even dare try. That's not why I started working out. More fiercely. Right, because I was already working out. As intensely as I ever had, anyway. And at the time, mostly just to Skrillex. It still pains me. But at least I'm not, you know... Not crazy I mean I am however I'm perceived which I'm learning more by traveling is that <laughs> a lot of people are racist Yep, <laughs> and so you know um, sometimes I get like eyes of daggers and things that I'm just like yo what is your problem with me just literally existing um, I'm usually like wearing a mask So I don't know why you're mad at me. Like, it's not like I'm going to sneeze on you or something. But, you know, people are sometimes ignorant to what they can't understand. And, um, you know, I'm learning to accept that. I'm learning to accept everything, especially the things that are out of my control, which, you know, when I peak is nothing because I've learned a lot about crafting reality and perception and manipulating energy especially because (laughs) when I fell in love with Sunny weird shit started happening and I had to kind of learn to battle with this darkness and it's, it's not anything he did except for just be handsome and talented which as I've stated before I'm sure happens just infinitely and that has to be hard but I can't really empathize not entirely because I <laughs> Just because. I can empathize on a number of levels at this point. It is a gift. This multi-dimensionality, this synesthetic telekinesis. Synesthetic telekinesis is a real thing. Yes, it is a real thing. Who are you talking to? Me. Myself, and I. Which, I thought about condensing the three podcast series that I have into one thing, but it's almost damning the numbers. It's like... (sighs) So, this is why we're going on hiatus. Post everything and then leave it the fuck alone. Because I can't understand the fascination with this one episode... And I've already been being consumed by Skrillex for, like, years, actually. And it's okay. I'm not mad at anybody. Sometimes I do get stuck in the jealousy. I'm like, what is it about Kayla Lord? Did she just have parents that supported everything she did? Did she just have... Everything given to her because she's so fucking pretty. Like, what is it? What makes her better than me? But can't force an explanation of inequality. I am very sensitive to energy, so racism has played a huge part in my being not being black but not being white either. So, my sensitivity to negative energy has all has always been quite paralyzing. And I love my mother, but she is a force to be reckoned with. And Just like Annie, also has um, spaces of time in her memory which only exist to me. That didn't happen. I would never do anything like that. You're crazy. So, at this point I'm okay with being called crazy. Most of the people that I admire are geniuses, and that doesn't come without its quirks. <sighs> Where are we? 25 minutes. I feel like that's enough. Hiatus has three parts to it. What's part three? These? Oh, the luminaries. Yes, the luminaries. That's the game I'm at least playing with myself. (laughs) I don't name them. They know who they are. On to part 3.